What's up, everyone? Welcome to Under the Veil Podcast. I'm your host, Helena. And today I have a very special guest with us. We have one of my besties in the industry and her name is Shaja. Hi there. Shaja, thanks for coming today all the way from Sunnyvale. I know it was a trek through the rain. It was okay. <laughs> it was worth to come see your new home too. Oh, yeah. yeah. We had lunch together. It was nice. Yeah. Tell us, Shaja, tell us a little bit about you and how long have you been in the industry? What do you do? Oh, I've always been in the Bay Area. My father was a wedding photographer. I grew up with the wedding industry, but during college, I was focusing on graphic design. And then after graduating with a design degree, I was still picking up photography on the side, doing lots of weddings and got so intense where full-time job and weddings, it was just didn't make sense anymore. So yeah. now it's been about seven years, eight years full-time. Wow. Time flies. And what did you shoot on when you first started? I was shooting with Canon. Oh, 5D. Oh, what do we think? Canon or no? <laughs> what, and, and what are you shooting on now? Sony. Sony, yay! Yes. Sony. That's right. Everyone has switched over. A good amount. I think there are still people very loyal to Canon or there even are. Nikon. Mm-hmm. Probably because of the what colors? Colors or beliefs of the gears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you think about the wedding industry, how has it evolved in the last seven to eight years? Oh, I think it's a little bit different because as you grow your business, you you experience different kinds of weddings too. Yeah. Yeah. What has changed for you specifically? I think it's the type of clients mm. in the Bay Area. There would be more conscious of budget or types of venues, types of couples. Mm-hmm. But as you grow with your business, you start realizing that you get exposed to more different kinds of weddings. Yeah. In a good way. What's your favorite part about a wedding day? Oh, I think it's just helping document for my couples, making sure they're having a good time. I am, my love language is active service. So it's very easy for me just to make sure things go smoothly and things are taken care of for my couples, not just by photography. Oh, very sweet. I can attest to that. She was my wedding photographer and she took care of me. I can't believe that was two years ago now. No, last was it year. Two? No, it was one year ago. Yeah. Time flies. Time flies. I know, I know. Yeah. When it comes to wedding photography, what should couples look out for? Loaded question. It's a lot. (laughs) First thing first is making sure their portfolio aligns what you're looking for. Their style, the colors, the editing aligns what you're excited about. Mm -hmm. And then... Sometimes there's a lot of us in the Bay Area and the works just starts looking a little bit similar. They do, but they don't. Yes, <laughs> true. But in our eyes, we can tell, but for a couple's eyes, it can get a little overwhelming. So I think the best part is just to interview your couple or your photographer and see how you vibe with them because mm. you're spending so much time with them on your wedding day. So you should be enjoying their company as well. Yeah, I can definitely attest to that. I, I would say, like, if you vibe with your couple, if you're the photographer and the couple, they're vibing, likely the day of is going to be so smooth. And also, I feel like I also get a little more creative. I don't know. I don't really explain it, but I, I do feel like there's a little bit more of a, 
I don't know, I just get a little bit more inspired when I really feel that connection with my couple and that's how I can make it a little bit more different and unique to them. Right. Do you feel the same? I think so too. It depends on like you're catering to their personality Mm -hmm. and knowing what would make them comfortable or not comfortable. Some couples are more outgoing than others. Some are open to ideas. Every couple's different. So we cater to we try to cater all sorts of couples, of course, and what makes them happy. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on when like couples give you like like a little inspo page, like a Pinterest page full of their photos? What do we really think about this? <laughs> there might be some sort of insecurities or unsure how your photographer will perform mm-hmm. if you're already worried about that. Unless you know, they can take the shot. You just want this as like a wish list and that's okay too. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's not all just for me to take good photos for you, but it's also what the couples want. Mm-hmm. Like one for me, one for you. If you want this shot, sure, I'll take it for you. I see. Yeah. yeah. I feel like oftentimes they give it to me as like an inspo, like, oh, this is kind of like the look and feel. But then from our perspective, it's like, oh, didn't you hire us because we have this look and feel? Yeah. If that gives you a little insight into what we think about when we receive those. It's, honestly, I'm not offended by it. Some photographers, I, I, it depends, right? Like if, if you're like, hey, I need you to take... X, Y, and Z shots and they have to be like in this order. And I really, you know, they kind of treat us like a human tripod. Yeah. That kind of sucks, right? Because we definitely see light and composition and everything so differently than, you know, how anyone else would look at it, right? Right. But I also understand and I don't mind if you're like, hey, like this kind of look the the look and feel or like, I just want these like three pics because I think they're super cute. Like, sure, fine. Yeah. Take that for you. Wish list. Mm -hmm. Wish list. Yes. Wish list. Yeah. And when you think about like working with your couples for the wedding itself, how do you best prepare for a wedding day? Go over the timeline together because that will bring up little details and questions to go over. Mm-hmm. Yes, we like to be involved yeah. in planning the timeline. Yeah, I think painting the day with them really helps visualize what to expect on the wedding day so, no, so there's not feeling so rushed or mm-hmm. surprised. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, couples add in things like, well, I want to give a gift. Sorry, we, oh, side note, me and John end up surprising each other a lot on the wedding day and we end up going behind on timeline because we didn't really explicitly tell Shasha this. Okay. Well, John didn't. I did. Just saying, just a heads up because I, of course, work in the industry, so I knew to do that. Right. He did not. But it's okay. It all worked out. We all we always work things out. Things get a little delayed. That's just how it is. Yeah. But that's why you always plan leeway time. Leeway time. And mm-hmm. as I feel like as experienced photographers, like we have to be really good about, you know, if things do go sideways, we're good at picking up the pieces and saying, Hey, let's like let's get it together and then move on mm-hmm. so that we can hit everything on time later. Right. Yeah. What where, where do you feel like things really go over on a wedding day? Hmm. I think sometimes certain dresses take longer than others than mm. expected. Yeah, like to put it on yes. in that double-sided tape. Like, yes, the, boob, like, ah, the boob tape. The boob tape yes. Boobs. yes. And they're like, yep, no, nope, that totally happens. Like some people think, oh, it's like two, three minutes to put on their dress. But then no. what you don't think about is like the prep or like the afterwards, like just fixing things or like maybe Wait, even thing. cutting off the tags. Yeah. Or I they have, want to steam again. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yes, that definitely happens. Definitely leave like at least a good 15, 20 minutes to put on your wedding dress. Mm-hmm. Pro tip, 15, 20 minutes for 
putting on your wedding dress. Just in case. Just in case. It's always better to have more time anyways. Yes. Because if you're early, then you're killing it. Then you can just do more things, right? Mm -hmm. We can always add in things. It's it's harder when you're rushing. And you know what else I feel when you're rushing through a wedding day? There's less time for creativity as well. True. You're just focusing on what needs to get done, get the basic shots or the standard shot that Mm -hmm. needs to be documented. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you feel like are like the main shots that we need to get as a photographer? Oh, I think you just need to get a little bit of everything, like the traditional photos with your families and friends, the bride and groom photos by themselves, even just looking at the camera, which I feel I don't do enough of sometimes. Like some couples, they want that. Like, oh, to like show them? Just, just, just like we're so used to having to look at each other, walking together. Oh, that's what you mean. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, just like certain photos, you just try to capture a little bit of everything. And of course, clip, keep clicking away to get the in-between moments. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The looking in the camera, I've I've trained myself now to, for every post, like kind of the beginning of every post, I just have them look in the camera yeah. anyways. Mm-hmm. And that way you just have them. And yeah. if they look good, then great. If yeah. not, then you can scrap them. Right. That's kind of a little thing that I do now. Because I, I definitely, early in my career, I definitely got got a message about that before not really having, not having that enough. yeah but to be fair if you look at my portfolio I don't really show that True. but it is known or it should be expected yes as a way of photography those are the shots yeah that, you know the couples look for is just right some couples, they're not used to seeing themselves in these photos because that's true. They never had professional photos done. So they're used to seeing themselves in a certain way. Yeah. Like looking into the camera. To be fair, those are like the ones you print and frame. So I Or send it. to or send, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you send sneak peeks, are, is, are those the ones that you typically include or no? Not really. I mean, if it's a good one, of course I include it. But I try to include as much as possible real quick. Like yeah. not just... Not just five photos, at least 10 photos. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We work hard to get you those sneak peek guys because uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a big process to like, well, we're a photographer. We don't just show up, shoot, and then like we spit out the edits, right? No. Talk about the process. What, what, what really goes into, you know, the back end of a wedding? Just preparing your equipment, making sure everything's there. And double checking it's been loaded to the car. That's that's always been our nightmare, actually. You know, like funny have you, enough. Have you ever done where you're like driving? Oh, or just like reaching just over, like, making sure it's there. there. Yeah, yeah. Do I have everything? Yeah. And nightmares about batteries not in the camera. Oh gosh. Those are the worst dreams ever. They're or nightmares. Worried that your battery isn't charged or your spare batteries aren't charged. Yeah, so I'm like shooting within 10% of battery. <laughs> Has it happened to you before? No, thank goodness not. But okay. knock on okay. wood. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. That's why it's a lot of preparation too. It is a lot of prep. We have to clean all our gear. Yes. That takes Ma- maintenance. Printing out that timeline. Um, extra time just to get to the venue. Yes. Yep. We never want to be late, right? We, we, would, we would hate to be late. Yes. We, we're not purposely trying to be late. No, no. We're always trying to be early actually. Right. Right, right. And you always have to take into account traffic or like what if there's yeah. an accident. When there's like a two-hour drive, you add another hour on top of that. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Is that like what drive? Oh, Carmel's close to you. I would say two hours for me is Carmel. You have a map, Napa area. Mm, Napa weddings. Yeah, Napa's hard. On the weekends when everyone's trying to go to a winery. Or there's a race happening. Mm-hmm. A race? Yeah, there's a, there's a Grand Prix place. 
in Sonoma. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fair. Yeah. And then what about the the post-process? Don't forget the post-processing. There's a lot more there. That was a lot of work. Just making sure your cards are all backed up and backed up with your backup. Back up with your backup with your backup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't format my cards until the wedding has been delivered. I have like raining amounts of SD cards. Yes. Because yeah, we can't format yeah. them until... And I we have to them. buy new ones every two, three years. That's true. Yeah. Don't delete off for any photographers listening. Don't delete off your SD card, like physically on a camera. It's not good for it. No. I mean, cameras are better now these days. That's true. More forgivable, but just just in case, just in case for peace of mind. Yeah. Yeah. And then how many photos do we have to like go through after a wedding day? Oh, depends. <laughs> depends how much is happening. I think average 4,000 to 6,000 photos easily. Oh my God. Yeah. We're just sitting there. Is one or two better? Uh, and then maybe both. And then we add both of them. The I, I do that. I get really attached to some photos where I'm like, they can just have both of them. That's yeah. okay. They, they can, can decide. Choose. Yeah. yeah. See, it doesn't seem like a big deal as we're calling. But when we go through the editing process, we're like, oh my God, there's so many to edit. Yes. When I'm calling, I still call out like 1,500 photos out of all that. Oh my God. And then still try to call on top of that. Yeah. 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 It's like calling once and then letting it sit for a little and then call again. Yeah. So yeah. that you have fresh eyes. Right. But that matters too when you're editing. Like yeah. I feel like after you're editing for a while, yeah, everything starts to look the same. And you're like, is this too green? Is mm-hmm. it too magenta? Yeah. And just taking like a couple seconds to like look somewhere else or like you said, uh, staring at a blank wall or a white wall. Yes. Reset your eyes. Reset your eyes or just go walk your dog outside for a little bit. <laughs> That works. Yeah. Get a dog, guys, and uh, walk your dog. Take a break. Yeah. But quantity, quality over quantity. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Oh, well, there's a lot that goes into the wedding process. And, there's uh, so much more. We barely scratched the surface. That's I feel. true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, a, in that, like the delivery process of photos. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other topic, I feel. Using pick time, uploading it, organizing it into categories. Yes. And setting the highlights yeah because you're documenting you documented the wedding and you're showing how to storytell their wedding day. exactly we're like like once we take your photos we want to characterize it and like put it into a highlights film that really shows the story like how how we would tell the story of your wedding day that's essentially why you're hiring us right it's like yeah yeah we're there to capture the moments but like how do we see your day of and then how do we create a story out of it and that's I think that's the beautiful thing about photography for wedding photography wedding photography specifically and there's a story for everything though right even family photos engagement shoots there is a little bit of a story there a little bit but a wedding day you're with us for eight to ten hours so yeah it's quite a long day story yeah Yeah. for sure Mm -hmm. after a wedding day after like eight to ten hours do you feel like you need to like lay down and be a vegetable. Yes. Antisocial for a little bit too. Cause you're giving all your all on your wedding day. Mm. All your energy, your mind, your physical body, like just running around. I don't know if y'all know, but being on your feet for eight to ten hours with gear like around your your shoulders. But it's not only that like that's the physical part, but there's also like a mental component. So you know for for dogs, they say dogs get really tired after you mentally stimulate them. Mm. I'm exhausted after a wedding day because I'm constantly on, right? Like right. there's so many things we have to think about. 
lighting, composition? Is their dress fluffed correctly? Is their hair looking good? Following the timeline. Following the timeline, wrangling people, making sure no one's in the background or there's not items in the background, making sure family members aren't in our shot, which yeah. they, they often are. Right. Yeah. Aunties and uncles. Yeah. We're giving our 100%. Yes. Yeah. It's just a full 360. So what do you do to kind of unwind after the wedding day? Sometimes we book a Thai massage. Oh, do you like it when they stretch you out? Yeah, it helps. Oh gosh. I don't know. Do they step on you too? No, not really. Oh, okay. okay. (laughs) I heard they do that. So I was like, I don't know if I want a Thai massage. I think it depends who your masseuse is, if they can step on you or not. Where do you go? Size-wise. Plug in. Do you go somewhere local? There's one in Mountain View, Sawadi. Mm, All right. For those of you in Mountain View, go to Sawadi. I need to book one too. It's after wedding season. Now we can go to to the Korean spas. Yes, we've been saying that for two years. (laughs) (laughs) We've been saying a lot of things for two years. It's like time. Well, we did plan a trip. We did a mini trip. Santa Cruz. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. John had no idea. He was like, you're leaving? I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was his gift for a wedding day. It was a boudoir. Boudoir. How do you say it? Boudoir? Boudoir. I don't boudoir. know. Okay. Anyways, fun times. Really fun times. You know what? It's an interesting thing because when we're talking about like being tired on a wedding day, right? Imagine an extrovert versus an introvert energy. Like I am obviously, I guess I am obviously, I don't know. You say you're introvert, but you're <laughs> definitely an extrovert. <laughs> okay, 50-50. There are days when I'm an extrovert and there are days when I want to be introvert. But I will say, okay, more days than not, I lean towards the extrovert side. It's your personality. What do you what do you identify as? Introvert, but I'll be an extrovert when needed. Yeah, on wedding day. On the wedding day. And like how do you have to like prep yourself or like what do you do to like kind of mentally get ready for that? I think after a few years of weddings, it's just automatically switch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like an auto mode going on usually. And are you talking to like the parents and even the guests and things of that sort? Not too much. Okay. It's just mainly focusing the couple. Maybe that's the difference between introvert and extrovert. I'm like talking to everybody. Like, oh. Um, camaraderie with the bridesmaids yeah. and things of that sort. I yeah. Well, I'll notice things like if they're trying to take a picture, I'm happy totally. to you know, help with that with their phone and then my camera after that. You are good like at that. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're really good. See, she's super mindful, guys. She's yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. Just thing. noticing all the little details. Yeah. Yeah. How about an engagement shoot? Do you see that people, do people often like bring their friends or like helpers? Because I've had, I, I've actually had quite a bit. Usually they're the those. dog wrangler. Mm, yeah. Yes. If, pro tip. Yes. If you bring your dog to your engagement shoot, bring a dog wrangler, someone to hold the treats. Yeah. Make sounds. Yeah. Like if the dog's a little bit more on the higher energy side, it's helpful to have a friend to help out with that or even family members. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, Jaja is like pro dog mom. She is the best dog mama. So if you need any help, you can totally message her. Message her on Instagram at Jaja. <laughs> is it at Jaja? Yeah, it's just at Jaja. She got her name as a handle. That's amazing. I got lucky when it first started out. Yes. <laughs> oh, I should have done that. I probably had some weird name that was like, I don't know, S2 Fatty or something. No. Oh my gosh. That was my <laughs> This is really embarrassing. That was I didn't my, know that. That was my AIM name. Oh. AIM, for those who don't know. <laughs> is that revealing our age? Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, 
Thank you, Josh. It was so much fun to talk to you about all things weddings. And again, follow us on Instagram under the veil podcast. Well, it's at under the veil. Follow Jaja at Jaja on Instagram and follow me at Helena Wong Photography on Instagram to get all the updates. And we'll be back with another episode next week. Until next time. Until next time. See ya. Bye.